It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. show where we discuss what happened in the week of wrestling. Now, I can't tell you that I've watched all the wrestling out there that is to be watched. In fact, I probably haven't even watched most of it. But And also, I'm going to talk a little bit about UFC, but essentially we're dealing with a kind of slow week, but there are a few things, I guess, that we can mention. Um, with Brock Lesnar no longer in the picture, his WWE is kind of gone to Randy Orton now to be the main babyface against Seth Rollins, who is the new champion coming out of WrestleMania. A buzzworthy event. I enjoyed the show. Um, I thought it lived up to the low expectations that we had for it. At the same time, it exceeded them a bit. But we still have question marks coming out. And, you know, a lot of them surround Roman Reigns and whether he's going to be the face of the company as Vince McMahon wants because he is the best-looking action figure that he has in his collection. And McMahon basically wants to enforce a rule that big, strong guys, no matter how smart or stupid they are, are the, are the kings of the world, as he is a big, strong man himself, thinking uh, he is the king of the world. So it's, it's all about confirming his bias. Um, so Seth, you know, he's... He's playing the heel Ric Flair champion, and uh, we're going to see who chases him. I would imagine it's pretty predictable that Randy Orton is going to lose at the next pay-per-view, and then we'll have another challenger come after Seth's title until maybe Brock comes back. Um, 
The other alternative is to have Roman Reigns win it. And this might be actually, there might be more money in it, and you could have Roman Reigns come in and win it and go on to face Brock Lesnar and then finally beat him and get the title and have the run that he's supposed to have. Uh, you know, take it out of the uh, hardcore fans' hands by doing it in a place where he's going to get cheered on TV. Uh, we've already seen examples of that. So there might be a, 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 another strategy, but some people are also predicting that we're going to have Seth Rollins as champion for a long time. I, I don't see it. I don't think the WWE is trying, is wants a, a long heel champion when they have somebody who they believe is basically ready, uh, except maybe he just has to shake off a few of them. Daniel Bryan lovers. Um, Daniel Bryan, uh, you know, they're trying to kill his whole thing and basically make him into the new Zack Ryder, which is fine. I mean, I think he can withstand that. I mean, they're never going to view him as a top babyface. And frankly, like, you know, it's it's the, re- you know, when, when wrestling popularity goes down, it kind of gets commandeered by the wrestling geeks and the ones who watch, like, New Japan and stuff like that. And um, they also are very vocal. And, and they, they're also influential to other just casual wrestling fans. People underestimate that. So, the whole Daniel Bryan thing is is born from that, but you know, let's not um, discount the guy's ability. He definitely has some. Um, we have TNA. I mean, I you know, I can't bring myself to give a shit about TNA. I've mentioned this. They they went back to the six sided ring. Uh, I just, for some reason that turns me off. I mean, I'm just one of those guys where it turns me off. Um, I want to see wrestling in a wrestling ring. I don't want to see it in some goofdagon or hexagon or whatever the hell it is that TNA tries to put it in. I mean, that's not what's going to make them stand out. Like, if, you know, is a movie better because the uh, video screen is hexagonal? You know, someone to be watching through a hexagon in a movie, like, is that going to make the movie any better? I don't think so. In fact, it's better to compare the two when you have one, both of them unfolding in a rectangle. Uh, although I can still tell which one is suckier, I'm distracted by the shape of the ring. So, I mean, I still kind of monitor it, try to fast forward it. For some reason in my area, I'm not able to get New Japan. Um, I'm not able to get an English version of Lucha Underground. So I'll fast forward it. I'll pause it when Ivelisse comes on because she's a hot Spanish bitch. But otherwise, I'm sort of like, I'm I'm amazed at how shitty uh, Conan looks. And I, I'm not sure where Vampiro is because he's not wearing his makeup and I don't know which, which is Vampiro. I mean, I'm just watching Spanish version of it. So, like, I don't understand shit. And uh, like I said, it looks like an interesting show. I just wish I could get the English version here in New York City. I'm in Brooklyn, so if you have any advice how I get those, you can uh, send me an email um, at uh, logantimetraveler at yahoo.com and I will uh, I will be grateful. But, uh, and, and you know, I, I have not gotten the New Japan Network, although I do have the WWE Network, and I, you know, it's like I don't use it that much, but it's like nice knowing that it's there. I don't know why. I guess because I'm a wrestling fan, and you know, I can always delve back into shit. It brings me back to my innocent childhood. 
and uh, maybe that's the whole purpose of uh, this app and and why people keep it. New Japan, I mean, you know, I, I just feel like when you when you really so into wrestling that you're gonna go to another country's um, like foreign language version of it, you know, maybe you should just stop watching wrestling. You know, it, it, they don't have any in this country for you, so you know, you're just gonna. I mean, I don't I don't see it as I like the matches. I think they're good, but I don't really watch wrestling for the matches. I watch it for the entire thing that is wrestling, and so I'm not going to have, like, I'm not going to sacrifice commentary to get really into New Japan, although, you know, this AJ Styles, uh, him bringing attention to it and and having some great matches is, I think, good for the sport, and uh, hopefully their 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 move sets uh, kind of impress top workers in WWE, and they can end up having better matches out of it, and I already think that style has taken over on the on the very important matches we have like Undertaker, Triple H and those kinds of things. They they try to have basically a new Japan style match and uh makes it good. Um Sting coming in, um was you know, how did I how is he supposed to come in? And I've heard the suggestion that he should just be the vigilante Sting, basically Writing the wrongs of the authority. So the authority is there doing their shit, and every once in a while, Sting comes in and thwarts their efforts. And each time he does that, a different heel challenges him to a match. And maybe at the match, he could have two matches a year, you know, one at SummerSlam and one at Mania, and basically give him a winning streak. Don't even worry about putting him up against um, Undertaker. Put him in the same ring with Undertaker, or maybe have him and Undertaker have start to have a match, and then it gets ended and turned into a tag match where they are friends. Uh, that would be a good thing for WrestleMania, just to, you know, put that match to rest, have them have a competitive thing, but no one, inconclusive, and then have them both be attacked by enemies, and uh, those enemies then get thrown into a tag match with them, and the two kind of stand tall together and vanquish their enemies uh, that would be, I think, the way to go with Sting and Undertaker. And Sting, as a vigilante, thwarting the um, the authority in, in key moments. Um, I think that's a great role for him as the Crow Sting. And it would harken back to his original, you know, uh, foil as he was for the NWO back in the 90s. Still looking good. He's still got that death drop, which is pretty devastating looking. And he can swoop in like Batman and right wrongs. So the Vigilante Sting is a great gimmick, and they need to uh, play it up more. Um, you know, I, are you, am I excited about Rock and Triple H at WrestleMania? I mean, it seems to me that they're just going to pay The Rock a boatload of money to, you know, basically come in and suck um, Triple H's cock when he doesn't need it to be sucked because, I, you know, apparently... Um, I heard from the Macho Man that, uh, or I, I heard from Lenny Poffo, who's Macho Man, told that uh, Elizabeth, when she was young, um, and Elizabeth, <laughs> Stephanie, when she was young, gave really good ones. Um, but, it, you know, that's not important. Uh, none of this is. This is a wrestling podcast. If you think this is important, then you better uh, get your priorities straight, my friend. But uh, that's bigger fish, fish for me to fry. Um, I am go- I'm getting a call from Big D, so I think I'm going to get him on the line. So hold on one second.
Oh, man, it looks like uh, Big D is not uh, working out there. I tried to call his number. Try one more here. Let's see, contacts. Uh, let's try this number. Oh, he's going to try to call now. Okay, I'm back. Uh, yeah, I got a call from Big D or a text. Uh, he wants to have a chat with me, but I don't know if he wants to do it on the air or not. Uh, I'll just get some confirmation from him by text. Then I'll bring him on the show. If not, I'll just wrap up the show with some of my thoughts. UFC basically uh, put on a decent show with uh, bringing back Krokop and uh, having him have a hero's welcome in Poland, beating Gonzaga in a um, in a battle that looked like he was going to lose. So. That's uh, something uh, that I, I thought was cool. It was on Fight Pass. It was all right. You know, good comeback for Crow Cop, who seems to have his groove back at the age of 40. I, I don't know why they write people off uh, at that age. I think uh, you should start writing them off maybe at 50. I mean, Hopkins has really at least pushed that limit. So let's uh, stop writing people off who just turned 40. I think I got Big D here, so let me see what the is here. Details. Uh... Hey, brother, how you doing? Good, man. Uh, you are. <laughs> you were done way less than in five. That's because we're on the air. What the fuck? We are? Yeah. <laughs> so, say hello, uh, man. All right. What, what's up? What are you recording? Oh, I was just going over the week, you know, just talking some bullshit wrestling, you know, just whatever I thought right off the top of my head. So anything, any any thoughts you want to um, just let these people have? I, we, this is Big D from Super Friends Universe, the head honcho. So, you know, just want to just introduce everybody. So go ahead. I'm sorry to ambush you like this, man. I didn't, I, go ahead. I, I, <laughs> no, I, I you, uh, what do you want me to, I was not expecting this call, but that's cool. What, uh, what, do, what do you want to know about? Well, what's up? What, you, well, what just, is the topic other than wrestling? I'm, no, look, that's it, man. It's pro wrestling. So anything you want to talk about your show, you know, you want to talk, advertise your show, advertise somebody else, I don't know, but whatever you want to do. <laughs> All right. Um, well, uh, I don't know what to really say. Big, big uh, D at a loss for it. What is your show, dude? Talk about your show, um, uh, Lucha, uh, Fabulous Lucha Brothers. What do you guys do? Kate. Okay, Fabulous Lucha Brothers. Yeah, we review old wrestling on there. Um, that's pretty much it, bro. We review classic pay-per-views. And we, we always give you little shout-outs here and there because we're big marks of your work. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's what we do on there. Uh, you're right, I am caught a little bit off guard. Um, but, yeah, that's no, my, that's That's my show. favorite show, by the way, my favorite show, because you guys get on the inside of the inside, and uh, you even go beyond the marks. And uh, that, that's pretty hard, dude. Uh, to, to, well, it was you know. funny because I told Brandon Draven that you said that uh, you said that that we know more than Dave Meltzer, and he thought that was the funniest. <laughs> he laughed about that for like a year, bro. Yeah, because you know, you guys know Dave Meltzer's shit, you know, and then you also know all the shit. I mean, because he doesn't know what he doesn't know. You he know, forgets he, stuff, right? 
he forgets shit and he he doesn't uh, pay attention to like Wade Keller or anybody else, any other reporter. So he actually misses a lot of shit. You know, he's got, he's got his yeah. one source. I don't know who it is. That motherfucker who keeps calling him with the deep throat of of WWE. I, you know they're they're constantly trying to find that dude like in the WWE, like they're hunting him down, right? Or you do you know who it is? I, I'm guessing. Uh, well, it, for years it was Pat Patterson. Sorry to blow the load on everybody's shit, but it's got to be somebody else right now, bro. I, I'm actually. I'm gonna go out on a limb, bro. I'm gonna say it's fucking like Triple H or some shit. Like really, like I really believe it's somebody that high up. Triple H. I really do. Yeah. I'm serious, bro. I like or Stephanie. It's got. It's got to be somebody who's really high up, bro. Maybe it's Kerwin Stifles, bro. I don't know. He gets all the shit. He gets all the info. But, I mean, I guess he didn't know about Seth Rollins catching in the mania. So, I mean. Well, maybe he did know, bro. See, because you, you and I both know that this guy, Dave, man, he, he, you know they call him up and they say, listen, don't tell anybody this. But I have a feeling he did know. Yeah, well, he does a lot of shit where he's like, oh, I know something, but I can't say why. Or I can't say stuff like that. So, it's it's Oh, he, it's fun to play decode Dave, bro. That's the yeah. most fun game to play. Are you? Is one Silva on the line with you? No, unfortunately, he's not. Uh, he's he's asleep, fast asleep. But we'll we'll get off soon. We're just gonna we're you know I just wanted to bring you on because it's been a while since you graced the PWO show. So I'm glad you could get you on because I am a big fan of your work. <laughs> you know, you and Dravy. So. I appreciate. <laughs> I, I just wish I was a little more prepared, bro. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean to ambush you, man. It's just, you're just calling me. We're gonna talk off air. Uh, this is mysterious because we're going to talk off air about shit that no one knows about. So that's that's something a little cliffhanger that I can leave here. Well, not with yet. <laughs> we're like so. So basically, you're Dave Melter, and I'm the mysterious guy in WWE who's going to give you all the scoops. Well, you're this mysterious guy in Super Friends who happens to be Big D. You know, I'm no longer mysterious, but you know, you're the, you're the leak dude of your own company. So you're kind of like Triple H. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm, I'm kind of. But luckily, my penis is not as small as Triple H because I would have put Sting over at WrestleMania. I would have put him over. Well, I was actually I really talking would've. about Sting. Sting's in. Look, as long as Sting is just the vigilante Sting, right? And he comes in and writes the wrong of the authority, like at key moments, like Batman would, you know, he, he'll do fine. And then every once in a while, he fucks up a heel and has a match with him, and and wins. You know, oh, he had Triple H had to beat him, but from now on. You know, in Undertaker match in, in WrestleMania, for example, they should get together, fight, and then get attacked by like two other people and turn it into a tag match. And then stand. You know, they should. They have their match should be inconclusive. You know, he should have won, bro. I think he should have gone over. That's just me. Maybe I'm wrong. I think he should have gone. Oh, over. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But you, but you knew he wasn't. You knew he wasn't, right? I, I, I didn't. You're right. You're right. I knew he wasn't because everything kind of told us that, but. I wanted to be a mark again and just believe, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you knew that, like, his there was nothing at stake, so why should he, you know? Like, it's not like, you know, you're going to get rid of the authority. I mean, it was just a, it was a bullshit. They they treated Sting like a complete clown, like the boogeyman, basically. I mean, he he they, he was a clown to them, and, uh, and he, I mean, I you know, he's old, so I guess that's what they do to old people, you know? I mean, they did it to the king, they did it to everyone, so... That's the way they do it, man. I'm sorry. I, I think he should have won, too. I think he should have uh, been strong, and, and, and they made him a top guy for a little while, you know? Why not? I mean, but, all I can think of is, is, I mean, it's the whole small dick shit, but you know what? 
Um, yeah, he should have won, I think. And uh, but what pissed me off the most, even though, and Dave commented on this, and I did another show I did, is the fucking fact that he shook his hand, bro. Cause come on, bro, if you're having an athletic contest with somebody else and he hits you with a sledgehammer and you shake his hand afterward, that's very like. But whatever, you know what? That's always his <laughs> thing. Things always kind of been like an idiot. Yeah, he always he always tries to make friends with people and then they fuck him over again, you know. So that's his whole character. So that's the thing, bro. And he and, and like Daniel Bryan, he's never been one of those guys all political and shit. You know, people who, um, you know, like the top top guys like Hogan. You know, these guys are always very protective of themselves. Yeah. Thing doesn't give a fuck. So they're OC. Yeah. With so it. when. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? You have to be OC to be a real star, right? And I think Sting. I'm not saying Sting's not a star. Don't don't get me wrong. But I'm saying I don't think he had that same drive that like the tippy tippy top guys have. Because if he did, he would have probably been like, "Fuck no, I'm not putting this guy over. This is my well, first match." Well, Sting. Sting. I mean, let's talk about CM Punk for a second because he is. Like, what's he doing with this UFC shit? Is he trying to get that Brock Lesnar shit by going to AUFC, winning a few matches, and coming back? Like, I, I don't know if he. I don't know if he's ever. I mean, I don't know if he wants to come back right now. But I don't mean, you he think? Heard the like, don't you think he's pissed? Okay, he comes. He wants to be. He basically wants to have Brock Lesnar's like deal. He would love that, right? He could come Everybody back. would. Right? Who wouldn't? And and the fact is, is that's why wrestling sucks right now, is because. There's no big star with fuck you money to tell WWE fuck you. So they can they, they belittle everyone with Stephanie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're never going to see. Even, even she belittled Brock. Did you see that shit? Yeah, like, yeah, like she the, did. The whole thing. He should have like, gone back there and smashed the fucking office, right? should have given her an F5. You that, know? Oh, dude, that would have popped the entire world if he did that one. <laughs> Why not? Dude? That would have been awesome. Maybe he will give it to her down the line, bro, on pay-per-view or some shit. If if he does, then I'll eat my words. But the way I look at it is now, they emasculate everyone. The one guy that they got is Brock because they can't emasculate him because he's like, I don't know, he's just got that energy. And so it's like everyone is a little pussy, you know, beneath uh, her vagina. And so it's just like that's what's happened to wrestling. There's no other company to be like, oh, no, I'll make you a star over here, motherfucker. Like, come here, you know? So Didn't you used to dislike Brock a long time ago? I didn't think anything of him until, but now that he's come back, I can see now he's got that, he's he's fucking huge, like he's Steve Austin now, you know? So he's the man, dude. Like, But that's because he can say fuck you and he got the schedule and everything. Like, they need more wrestlers that have that star power. Rock is one, you know? They're the, he's the only other one, though. Like, that's it, like. Well, I'm so, going to put you over right now. I'm going to put you over right now big time. About three, maybe four years ago on this show, I'm going to put you over because you were right. You said on this show, and, I'm, and the thing about you, bro, that's interesting about, about you as an individual is that you say things, and I've, I've learned this about you. You say things, right? And I think a lot of people just kind of say whatever, but then, like, it actually comes true. Because you're from the future, so obviously yeah, exactly. you know. Well, I'm not right? from this future, right? because every time I step in this pool, it's a new ripple effect. So it's, yeah, I, I can't – I'm not from the exact future that we're in right – that we're going to right now. I can't be because that, that's just the nature of time travel. But go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, you're, you're – because it, the, 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 yeah, you create a new – every time you go back further, you create a new timeline, right? Right, exactly. 
So it's like it's well, a little different. But for most wrestling, it tends to follow the same pattern. Yeah, so go ahead. So what you said is you said, and it was very interesting, you said that Vince McMahon, this was four years ago. This is before Brock even came back. Uh, this is like 2000. Actually, it might have been it might have been like five years ago on this show. You said that Vince McMahon is purposely burying his own talent and not putting them over because he's afraid that one of them might get away and turn into Brock Lesnar. This was right when Brock was like making tons of money in UFC. And you said, you're like, the reason why he's never going to let anybody get over is because he doesn't want to have to deal with that shit again. And look Ever what again. happened, bro. And look what, and, and, and you know what's the most ironic thing about what you said? It was, it was the same fucking guy, bro. It's Brock. <laughs> He's still fucking dicking him around the ass. But you said that, dude, and I was like, I like, I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I was skeptical. I'm not gonna lie to you about it. But now, as the years go by, it's very true. Like he doesn't ever want to give somebody that rocket unless he really, really, really trusts them. And Cena's like the only guy right now who he trusts. You know, and a few other guys, but you know. Yeah, and he must Cena must have he must have some like suitcase full of, on 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 Cena like he he's never you know Cena is so loyal but he's boring he you know he, he's kind of killed him too because you know he's still his boy anytime even now with they got Brock Lesnar on this long term deal they've taken away his edge just a little bit you know like they've done it and uh, they would they, as long as he held out and just did a year at a time he would have been even bigger so if I was him I would have done one year at a time dude. Like year to year, motherfucker, you know. Like, well, the the money he was offered, though, bro, is so look, huge. Yeah. I, I I has Dave. Okay, have you heard a ballpark? Because I heard I heard a ballpark. Um, and I, I'll tell you, I'll say it on the air, bro. I don't give a fuck. But it's it's. I don't know if it's a hundred percent, but I just heard a ballpark. Uh, have you heard a ballpark? No. All right. Ball ballpark. I heard was seven million a year. Same amount of dates plus network revenue money plus merchandise money. That's which, which makes bro. sense because he is the Steve Austin of his day. He is the guy. I mean, and and, and guess what? He is despite Vince McMahon because you know it thinks Vince McMahon should be happy that he didn't get his clutches on this motherfucker and piss all over him like he does everybody because. That's what's generating his fucking income right now. But he's such a control freak that he just he'll never make another Brock Lesnar. That, and I say that's what I'm talking about CM Punk is because I think the only way I'm ever going to get over is if I go to what's now WCW to the WWE, which right? Is and and get over there. And like if I so don't, you don't then think I don't. you don't think Punk really wants to fight? He does, but I'm saying he wants to he wants to fight. And kick some ass, and then he'll be a huge star when he comes back, and he can dictate the terms. He'll get he'll get the WrestleMania spot. He'll get everything he wants. That's what I'm saying. Like Vince McMahon only tells people that only respects people that tell him to fuck off. That's it. You're right. It's like he a woman, bro. People. Like Mike Trojan. Like Mike Trojan would say, bro, they'll respect you more if you tell them to fuck off than if you cry to them. And that's a oh, that's, that's the reality. Dude, that's it right there. He's the biggest little fucking bitch ever. And so, yeah, you tell him to fuck off, and he gets a big boner for you, man. And, like, he right now is a big boner for um, CM Punk, you know? And and uh, and, if, and if he got, you know, he comes in and kicks some ass, you know, on some decent opponents. And, I, you know, believe me, dude, Punk can do it. Like, he, people fucking shit on him. I think he can do it because he's an angry motherfucker from this shit. Like, the shit that happened to wrestling pissed him off really bad. 
because they treated him like dirt, dude. They really did. And uh, and he got he doesn't think he's dirt. So that he can be that pissed and and use that anger to beat some fucking asses up in UFC. You know, these UFC guys, they're not focused, a lot of them, especially on the bottom. They're a bunch of fucking tomato cans, and he can kick their ass, look good, come back. Yeah, but what if he runs into some hungry kid, bro, just eats his head off? I mean, it could happen. But that's just what happened saying. to Brock Lesnar. That happened to Brock Lesnar. I mean, so it, did, it didn't well, fuck him up that way. So long. you're saying that Punk could lose his first fight and still rebound. That's what you're saying. Yeah, oh, yeah. And and, and he'll, he won't lose his first fight. And I don't think that he's – I think, you know, he's got to have a perfect setup like Brock did with fucking – uh, he was fighting Randy Couture, who was already a has-been, you know, as a champion. So he just had set up right there. Like, I, you know, I don't know if CM Punk's going to get find that shit. You know, maybe if he gets, like, Anderson Silva on the way out, you know. I don't know. But, you know, like... I don't, I don't, I don't know about that one. I don't know if Anderson was ever going to fight again. Maybe he should fight CM Punk, bro. <laughs> I mean, whatever, dude. He, I think he's, he's saying, look, this is my only chance. There's no way they're going to treat me like a big top guy unless I do something like this. And and he understood, like, Brock did it, I'm going to do it, and if I don't make it, then I'll make it, but I wouldn't make it anyway if I just stayed in wrestling. And that's the way he looked at it. He's like, I got as far He's as right, I'm going to get. You He's know? right, but, but, but think about the direction they had this fucker in, bro. A fucking Triple H at WrestleMania 30. Like, I remember when, when we were, you know, when, when this news coming out about that shit, I was just like, I have no interest in a Triple H CM Punk match, bro. Like, none. Right. It was stupid. It was like he was basically putting out, he's going to, and he's probably going to lose. Although they said he was yeah. going to win, but but I bet you he lost, you know, so. No, nah, he would have lost if he was on his way out. They would have said, okay, re-sign or else you're going to lose. They play those games, bro. Yeah, they fuck with you, and they play with him, dude. They play with him big time. So he's, you know, they're fucking, they have both a hard-on and they hate him. You know, they only hate people that they have hard-ons for, and they only have hard-ons people they hate. And he's one of them. So he's doing his job, dude. He's, he's doing the ultimate fucking shit right now. And uh, people should so, recognize it. In the future that you're from, did Roman Reigns get over? Because I'm starting to think he's not going to get over in any future. No, he's. they're going to do it. it um, they're going to have him beat Seth, be the champion, and then beat Brock. I mean, that's that's what they're going to do. Um, and and they're, gonna, they're hoping to get away from this Daniel Bryan crowd and they already are. I mean, they're going to go to some town where, you know, he gets big cheers, and they're going to put him over Brock. So, okay, but, like, I'm, what I'm saying is when he does get over, like, when he does beat, beat Brock, are the fans going to accept him as the guy? Because oh. right now they do not. No, no, I mean, I think that he'll he'll be, like, a polarizing guy just like John Cena, you know, and they'll just keep going with that because they're used to that. They're like, okay. You some people hate him, some people cheer him. They're definitely not going to turn him heel. I'll tell you that. People are hoping for really? that shit. Really? No. A lot of people are saying they are going to do that. You're saying no, they're not. Why? Why don't you think so? Because they they want him as a baby face. They want him to be a baby face. And they don't want people to start thinking of him as a heel. Uh, because they just, that's the way it is. They want him to be Hulk Hogan. You know, I mean, he started out a heel. That's why they started him out a heel, is to be like Hulk Hogan as a heel. And then turn and be a baby face. He's already made the turn. They're not going to turn him again, heel, and then back to face. You know, it's like, I, I just, I'm telling you that either they don't do it, not in any of the futures that I've been to. Maybe they'll do it at this one. But uh, it, I would think they should because he'd, he'd make a great heel. But 
I don't know. I mean, it, it may be, I think what they're afraid of is they turn him heel and they just get go away, you know, and then he doesn't have shit, you know. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, at right, least now he's getting booed as a baby face, what you're saying. That's, yeah, and that's, they'll take it, you know. They'll take that shit. They just hate apathy, you know. And, like, if he if he became a heel, he might just get that apathetic response and, like, then that death, you know. So Wrestling, he, wrestling's so weird now, bro, right? Like, you can't even book baby faces the same way you used to anymore because the fans will just turn on them. The old tricks don't work anymore, you know? Well, it's because there's no other company, dude. You need people to get over somewhere else and then come over. And, like, that's the whole that's the whole magic of wrestling. Like, you can't do that now. So it's all in-house. So it's bullshit, yeah, and everybody sees this bullshit. Like, you know, if somebody, if somebody just got over in another company, then they would think, oh, well, this guy is not getting anything handed to him. You know, he, he got over over there, so now he's over here, like Chris Jericho or somebody like that. You know, it's like they 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 give you, like, if you can get over in one company and then go to another company, the fans accept you, but now there's no process like that at all. So it's like they just understand you're just being pushed down their throat. And, you know, you didn't get over anywhere except an NXT or whatever. So it's like that's not the same, you know. And uh, so, NXT, so, yeah. no, an NXT is it's not WCW, you know. It's not. No, uh, but I do think that Finn Balor could be the guy, bro. That, I picked him as being the guy. Prince Devitt's like, cause he's got everything, bro. He's got the whole package. I'm talking about, like, he should be the guy, bro. Like, I really believe that he they should give, really give it a try with that guy. Well, he's just, but he's, how big is he? He's not big enough for McMahon. That's the problem, you know? I know, you're right. He's not as big as Roman Reigns, that's for sure. Fuck and no. all the big guys are, all the big guys kind of suck. So, like, you can't really get pissed at Roman Reigns. Like, he's a huge dude. He's not going to be like Chris Benoit or fucking Daniel Bryan. Like, he, he, you're lucky he can do the shit he can do, you know? I mean, he's much more athletic than Hulk Hogan ever was. Well, he's athletic. I, I think his problem, I think, I don't know if you'll agree with me on this one, I think his problem is that he just needs to work more. I think he needs more experience because, remember, this guy's only been wrestling for three years or four years or whatever. That's not a very long time, bro, at all. Right, and that means he did good against Brock Lesnar. That was a fucking good match, you know? So That's what I'm saying. That was a great match. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm glad you think that way because people are shitting on this guy, but he showed so much potential in that fucking match and the story that they told and all that shit. So yeah, who like, cares if you only have two moves? If you use them in the right way, they're perfect. You can do them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and as time goes by, he'll add more moves. Even if he doesn't. If he can have a good match with those moves, which he already did against Brock, then he And he had a good match against Daniel Bryan. Those two in a row. Exactly. So he can be. He can have a good match. He's smart, uh, and he's he's got a good personality. You know, it's all these fucking Daniel Bryan twisties. That hate on him, man. I I think they're, he's a good choice for them, and like, because they're gonna go with a guy like that. And if of guys like that, he's at the top of the heap, dude. Like, he is, he is. I mean, if he came around in Hulk Hogan's era, he would have been better than Hulk Hogan. But I don't know. I mean, maybe not in promo. In terms no, of definitely his not in promo. But in having a match, a better match, you know, he would. Um, and, Absolutely, because he, he is a freak. I mean, he really is a freak. That's the thing. He is a freak. And uh, no, absolutely. It's just he. I think he just needs more experience, bro. Because what he had going for him, he was a fat fuck. Did you know that? Well, he's Samoan. He lived. <laughs> he lived a lot of his life as a fatty. Like yeah. Well, that's when you're Samoan, bro. You're fat. That's <laughs> you know. Right, what I'm but saying? I'm just saying. Like he. Tur- he was a nerd. 
for a while. <laughs> but that makes and I that means some prime pussy. That makes you that makes you a cooler person to be a nerd. Like the longer you can be a nerd, the better. You know, like for your coolness. And like he was a nerd for a long time, so he's cool. It's just that they keep scripting his shit and then trying to make him into like Clint Eastwood or whatever. He's actually a witty guy, you know. So they should try to like let him do his own mic work, but they won't, you know. But maybe no, maybe no. something, you know. He's better than John. Yeah, Hayden. he he showed a lot of charisma on the Conan O'Brien show, right? He's got it. You're right. I agree with you. But like I said, I think he just needs experience. You know where a lot of marks don't realize, bro, a lot of these fans, is that when you watch, like, 80s WWF, right, when they had all those fucking incredible workers, bro, like, all those guys had, like, 10 or 20 years under their belt, bro. Like, Hulk Hogan started in, like, 78, and he wasn't champion until, what, 84, 85? So, 84. Right. So, like, yeah, and, like, for example, like, Greg Valentine started in the 70s. Like, all these guys had years, like, at least 10 years. Randy Savage started in the 70s. All these fucking guys, bro, they have experience. I don't think, and guys like Roman and Bray Wyatt, they've only been around, like, legit, like, five years. They need more time, bro, way more time, I think. Yeah, I mean, if I was WWE, I'd, like, lose my fucking paranoia and send some guys to, like, TNA send guys to fucking, and just, like, with the idea, like, yeah, go there, see what you can do over there, and then come back. Just to fucking have another place that's not, like, you know, ruled by the McMahons. But they're, they'll never do anything that smart. You're, and that's so what, you're saying you, you would purposely saying you would purposely release guys to go work somewhere else. That's what you're saying. Absolutely. They, they, no one can touch you now, dude. Like, use, use where, you know, use these outlets. Like, they, they're already doing that with ROH pretty much. Like, they're just taking people from there. But, but I yeah, mean, they... the Moa they, Joe's coming. Exactly. But, you know, and he, he, you have to go, you know, you get, you can't go... You'll never come from directly from TNA because, like, you're just too soiled with shit when you come directly from there. But uh, you need to get go somewhere and clean off the shit that you Japan. get... That you Japan. get co- Japan or uh, uh, Ring of Honor or fucking Lucha Underground or whatever. But that place just coats you in it. Like, you just are a stinky, fucking coated fucker. <laughs> and then my final well, final thought is TNA with the six-sided ring. I hate that ring, dude. Like, fuck, fuck that ring. Like, does a movie, is a movie better if it's on a six-sided screen? I mean, it's just like, to me, that's how stupid it is. Okay. It's like whatever, dude. Your ring, comparison. Yeah, but it's it's the fucking canvas where you paint your picture. You know, it's like do I care if it's fucks me that it's fucking in six sides? It's like I can't compare it to other pictures because it's in six sides now. It's just like this but looks they, like but, some, but, but, but. But their their shit's been pretty good lately, though. Like honestly, it has. Like, whenever they go to Europe, they always have good shows. No, they've been doing good work. I just wish they'd go back to the four sides, but I guess I just got to get over it. But you know, whatever. Uh, yeah, I should watch. Well, they switch them. back and forth every couple of years, anyways. Hopefully, they'll switch back because it's just like wrestling is wrestling. You know, like why we got to change shit that works? Been working all this time with that ring. Like I don't know. I'd, it's hard for me to compare people and to compare the shows some, for some reason with that ring there. I, I look at it as almost a goofball show now. But but I, I don't I, like the fucking ring. God, I hate it. I hate it. And Hulk Hogan was so right when he came in. He's like, fuck this ring. Like, he, that was the first thing he changed, man. He was just like, this is stupid. This is, you know, wrestling is wrestling, man. It's like, let's have fucking, why should we act like we're UFC and, like, show everybody that we're not, you know? 
like with a fucking octagon bullshit. You know, anyway, that was like in a no holds bar. They had a six sided ring. You know that? Like, remember that fucking stupid well, movie? You talk, are you talking about? Um, yeah, well, yeah, shit, that was a great movie, but yeah, it was stupid. I agree. I mean, I'm saying it's <laughs> stupid. It's great for us wrestling fans, but that they had a six-sided ring in there, and it was so hokey, you know. I was like, but anyway, that's just my bag. I'll, I'll get over it. You're right. I'll start. I'll start watching it again. Are you watching Lucha Underground and all those? I haven't watched it lately, and I regret that. But um, I definitely did at first, and I do like it, bro. But I haven't kept up with it. But it's pretty much the best wrestling out there right now. Yeah, I mean, I just my my thing was I said about New Japan, like. If you're getting the New Japan Network and you're watching all these shows in Japanese just to get your wrestling fix, then you should just quit watching wrestling, man, because, like, you got to go to another language you don't even understand to get the wrestling you want. Like, I don't know. It's like, you don't I, like No, I just, I like a whole experience. Like, if I could get the English commentary shit, which I can't get here, uh, maybe actually I'll probably get it on YouTube, but uh, if I could get English commentary of it, you know, then maybe, but I, I'm not going to watch it in Japanese, I'll tell you that. Um, and I liked it, what they did with, with uh, um, JR. But anyway, man, we can wrap it up uh, and uh, we'll talk off the air. I know you want to talk about something mysterious. Maybe you found uh, some bones and uh, you want to identify them. So we'll we'll uh, we'll get into it. But um, <laughs> I can help you, man. Just send me a, like a screen picture, you know, whatever. All right, dude, so we'll talk. And uh, thanks, everybody. This is Big D from the superfriendsuniverse.com, the epitome of manliness. So check out that website, and um, we'll we'll be um, coming back. Hopefully I'll get him on the show in a, in a more prepared manner. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.